show dedicated to our fantasy football league. We continue our journey to obtain the coveted burgundy jacket. I am Mackenzie Smith, joined tonight by league mates Logan Wells, Scary Harry himself, Hayden Smith. Week three is in the books. How are you guys doing? Again, because this is the second time we've recorded this part. Doing pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Mackenzie? You can't. There's no way you can make it the whole podcast. I'm calling it now. Live on air. Live on air. For one time and one time only. I'm gonna put my earplugs in, guys. The it, it just looks like a giant wall of of wavelength when you. <laughs> well, they say that a lot about me. I appreciate you. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the show. I'm teaching him calculus right here on this calculator. That's a dangerous man, Scary Harry with calculus. Yeah, we don't want that. All right, well, football game right now. We got uh, Jets and Broncos. Not much of a thing. 0-3, 0-3 game. Uh, kind of talking earlier, which one you'd rather see this or, what would you say, Jacksonville and the Yeah, the one from Miami. last Thursday, yeah. I think I'd rather have mad cow disease than watch either that one, one of them. Like, <laughs> somebody once said, I, I believe. I don't know, man. That would be rough. I think Donald might be back in. I'm not going to watch this football game. I'm going to I'm going to do a podcast now. Donald um, Trump. All right. So we've had <laughs> we've had some uh, we've had some COVID this week, some COVID interference uh, that has. Uh, Canceled the game. Luckily, just one game, and and not, uh, you know, the outbreak didn't spread to other teams. But um, yeah, I mean, what do you guys think of this situation and how this is going to kind of play out? It's a uh, it's good to not have a bunch of players on the same team if this happens, because uh, I I have three Steelers, but I really only have one Steeler. I have James Conner and Benny Snell and some rookie wide receiver. But if I'd have had Roethlisberger and Smith Schuster and Connor and the defense, it could have been catastrophic. So uh, I think this shows that this is not the year of the super stack team. It's just my opinion on it. Yeah, absolutely. Hayden, you're, you're, you're affected by this in a way. What are you, what are you thinking about it? Yeah, we're going to break scary here to start off. Can't do that the whole show. I'd be dead. No, it, it's fucking. It's, it's coming again. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll save the we'll save that for another day, possibly after I've had a few more beers. Uh, no, it, it sucks, um, especially when you know your main bell cows on there. Me and Logan are kind of in the same boat. I'd say both of our RB ones are out. So, but there ain't there ain't nothing you can do about it. But it's you just hope it ends and doesn't keep keep going because that can just destroy fantasy entirely and uh, make it really hard to even care to play if you got seven people that are on the, the COVID watch or not playing because of COVID. Right. And every year we draft. Yeah, if, it, I, if it hits a team. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say every year I, we draft – I tried to go around. Well, it's like Zoom meetings at work, man. There's so much lag. You you talk over people all the time. I, I try to draft with the bye weeks in mind. I try to never have 
too many players on by, and it, it sometimes hurt me, keeps me from taking the best available player, but it, it helps me from having to freak out too much during the year, and I don't know, maybe that's that's helping me not get totally wrecked by this, but uh, it's it's not good, especially when I'm playing someone who's affected by it virtually none at all. He's, he can't play Tannehill, but he already didn't have him slotted to start anyway. So It's also right. not two so, teams that have like so a bunch of players. Outcome. Yes. Like it's not like yeah. a high-powered team. It's not the you, Chiefs. Yeah, it's not the Chiefs where you got Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Tahiri Kill, Sammy Watkins, or some other team that's got a bunch of people that could be starting. You know, really, who, there's only a handful of players from each side of that team that are fantasy relevant just to a certain extent so but how does this play out later in the year with this specific game because you know these teams are going to have games the next coming weeks and then you know they both don't have the same bye week so how does that work? i saw the proposal i believe it was on sleeper i'm going to see if i can find it of what they're planning to do, but it involved moving a Steelers Ravens game to shift things around. Um, I, I highly doubt I can find it. I'll look for it while we go. And if I find it, I'll tell you. Is this from a fantasy perspective that you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. I mean, what do you gentlemen's agreement, whenever they replay this game, add it to the, Oh no, no, you can't do that. No, this is, you just take this week as it is. And mm-hmm. then, you just got to manage around it, but you gain on the back end by not having a buy when you would have had a buy. Like this is going to take up both of their buys in some fashion. They're gonna they're gonna lose their their buys. It just they may not lose. The, so this is just an early buy week. Yeah, it's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. A surprise buy week. Now what this is going to get bad is when it happens to the same team twice. Mm. One time is kind of like everybody gets one, and then if it, if it happens twice, nobody has two buy weeks. So that's where it gets tricky. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this is maybe a wake-up call and might be the end of it, kind of like the MLB was. Uh, a lot of other sports, once they kind of had their first hit of it, it, it didn't really seem to be much of a problem after that. So, um, maybe hopefully this is all we get. I'm, I'm glad we've made it this far, but maybe it'll be the end. But, all right, we're getting into uh, this past week. We're going to go ahead and um open up scary harry here and let him recap us here we go ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of 300 seconds i'm your host scary harry here to give you the breakdown from week three starting with my matchup versus the 2017 diggy winner Scary Harry, 151.3 to 141.5. Got the job done on the shoulders of the best football player to ever walk the face of the earth, Patrick motherfucking Mahomes, with 48 motherfucking fantasy points. 385 yards, four touchdowns, carried the ball for 26 yards, and a touchdown. Derrick Henry with 26. Nick Chubb with 23. McKinnon, 15. Henderson, 18. My receivers are non-existent at this point. Send me some trades. I will give you Devontae Booker for your wide receiver one. Other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers put up 30. 
Connor with 22.9. And not to mention, Connor and Henry now on a COVID IR. Fuck this shit. If I lose and Logan loses, it doesn't fucking count. James Robinson with the monster 27.9. Tyler Boyd with 17. Adam Thielen with 10. A heartbreaking loss on Monday Night Football for Logan. 0-3. Put him on Military Dan. Suicide Watch. No news is good news. <laughs> Next matchup. Alvin and the Shitmunks versus Colonel Buckets. If you listened to the podcast last week, I told you this one was not going to be close. Alvin and the Shitmunks, 172 to 126. Beat the absolute fuck out of Paul. Let's look at the breakdown. Josh Allen with 39. Kamara with 38. Aaron Jones for 15. Calvin Ridley with 14. DK Metcalf with 17. And the fucking Indianapolis Colts defense got 27 points. Unpopular opinion. I hate fucking defenses. There, I said it. The Giants with negative four. You know Luke's hating it too right now. Not a lot to talk about on his side of the ball except Russell Wilson. Five touchdowns for 46 fantasy points. Even with that performance, still taking a big fat L. Let's move on to the next matchup, shall we? The 2014 champ versus team shit asses. Another fantastic <laughs> finish to a fantasy game. Unless you're Jordan Clark and you go to one and two because of it. Clyde Edwards Elaire, the last player for team shit asses with 15.9 points, and it was just enough to get it done. Let's go through these goddamn decimals. 134.16 to 133.40. You hate to see it, but you also love it. Fantasy football is fucking awesome, I think. Deshaun Watson with 21. Josh Jacobs with only seven points. He should bounce back. Odell with seven. Tyler Lockett with a monster game. 100 yards and three touchdowns for 32. Another defensive showdown here. The Bucks with 20 and the Browns with 19. It's fucking ridiculous. Kyler Murray with 25. Dalvin Cook with 24. Cooper Cup with 21. 107 yards and a touchdown. Not bad performances. Decent numbers. Decent output from both teams. However, as you heard me say, shit asses edged out the 2014 champ. Living in the past months, bud. Next matchup, peaceful sleeper protest versus Diggy. Another shitball of a game that turned out close. Peaceful sleeper protest. Antoine, thank you for the assist in the week. Uh, for Patrick Mahomes, you know, we talked about it. Diggy taking the win, 124.38 to 121.68. damn these decimals. Dak Prescott with 33, Miles Sanders with 12, and Todd Gurley with 14. This key spot in the lineup, Keenan Allen with 23.7 points, racked up 132 yards and a touchdown. Chris Godwin with 14. Other side, Michael Gallup with 22 points. A touchdown at 138 yards. Quarterback, 
scammed Cam Newton with 13 points. DeAndre Swift with a whopping two. And Hines, let's pick up. Hines got you eight. Money well spent still. I think in two weeks he's got you nine points. Yeah. Tyreek Hill with 18. Allen Robinson with 23. Not enough. Not enough. 0 and 3. Next week, as we will talk about later on the show, the shitball of the week, the matchup of the week. 0 and 3 versus 0 and 3. Logan versus Antoine. Who's going to win? They both jumped in the septic tank. They're swimming in shit. Who's going to climb out of it? Who's going to fall deeper into the shit pit? We'll talk about it. Stay tuned. Last matchup a blowout and ass kicking. Forrest's team fell off the face of the earth. McKenzie with 128.38. DeForest is 85.68. Never close to begin with. Lamar Jackson with 16. Elliott 14. Kareem Hunt with 13. Robert Woods with 18. Allen Lizard. Man Lazard with 23. Other side of the ball, we can't even talk about much. Roethlisberger with 23. And Jonathan Taylor with 12.7. Nothing else to talk about except Juju and Mike Davis. With 19 from Davis, and Juju got you 14. However, not close to enough. Got blown out, I guess you would say, by McKenzie. This has been the week three. Yeah, week three, (laughs) 302nd podcast. I'm back at it. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I'm having a good-ass time, boys. Getting married tomorrow. Scary Harry's getting hitched. Still going to be a crazy son of a bitch as ever. If you don't love fantasy football, then fuck you. Have a good day. Roll the sponsors ads. <laughs> no, uh, no sponsors ads that time. Should have should have threw those in there. <laughs> well, were we okay to talk during that, or were we supposed to be quiet? Because we stayed quiet because we didn't know. Oh, it it uh, well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It was like sitting yeah, on a tire stand fun. with your buddy back in the day and sitting there waiting for deer and you're both just being quiet. My alter ego got a little long-winded this episode, I feel like. That was not 300 seconds. <laughs> um, real that quick, was a McKen- solid seven and a half minutes. Uh, no. Real quick, I'm on the ESPN. It says, sources told Shifter that the most likely scenario for rescheduling the Titans-Steeler game is to play that game in week seven on October 25th, um, which is the Titans' original bye week. Pittsburgh's supposed to play the Ravens that week, but both the Steelers and Ravens have byes in week eight. So that will probably mean the Steelers and Ravens play in week eight, but then Baltimore will have to get a bye week somewhere. So I feel like there's a big chain reaction there. But Man, yeah, that's, looks, that's what I was thinking is that it would just mess all kinds of stuff up. <laughs> That was that's the first. That is the first. Oh, Colton's been doing it for years. He probably just beats himself. That, no, that was a that's that's staying in. So enjoy that. That's gonna get everybody laughing. That's, when, those, when those suckers come off a wooden chair like that, they just hit, they just hit a little bit different, as, as they say. Built different. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Okay, all right. Well, I was honestly a little surprised Scary Harry was going to be with us this week due to uh, due to the event this weekend. Figured he'd be 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 prepping. 
Yeah, uh, next week you'll be without him because I will be out of town and not doing scary hair. So I figured the people the people deserved him this week. Y'all better watch me at this wedding. I'm going to walk up to you and say the Lannisters send their regards. I got a chance to take out 40% of the league at this wedding. <laughs> 50%. Well, I'm not going to kill myself. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Math. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Take yourself out, too. This podcast is not. Hey, that, that's, that's, that's the only way on. Diggins is winning if, if half the league dies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, we, we've got to, we've got to, we've got a similar conversation uh, here with our uh, bonehead this week. Boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. And that, speaking of, is going to go to Diggins uh, for starting someone whose name is Lavisca Chenault. Is this a? Is this a? I, 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 I wanted. I want this explanation. Maybe Shark was out, and that was the that was the call there, but. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, he got the win either way, but um, I think that in starting this guy over Galladay, um, Mike could have saved him a little bit of a little bit of stress. Maybe I don't know. What do you guys think? Here's what happened: Him and Sasha were down on Chenault Parkway in Little Rock, and it just inspired him to start this guy. They were down there eating some, I don't know, fancy food at a restaurant, blogging about it, and. He was like, you know what, Chanel Parkway, Chanel Parkway, Chanel Robinson, or whatever his name is. That's not even right, Chanel's last Robinson. name, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Chanel. I think it's Chanel. Yeah. What's Chanel Parkway? This dude's got a road name back there. Chanel, not Chanel. This dude needs to be on Antoine's team. That dude's French if I've ever heard. That looks, dude looks like Brittany Griner. <laughs> take a look at his picture. Yeah, uh, something was going on in the Diggy household. In the, the the Diggy household, because in our other league, uh, Sasha is playing fantasy, and she also picked up this guy. So there there was some faith there. Um, Collusion going on. Mm. I don't know that I understand. They're probably watching but, Shit's Creek anyways, during Monday we, Night Football, and somebody in that show is <laughs> named Chenault, which you know we're not going to get to that because that's just a sin in itself. Oh boy, that's a good show. All right, uh, next up, we're gonna have one of our own here. It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> so we're gonna toss this over to Logan, even though we <laughs> still lost. Um, but making the call for Boyd over AJ Green, what we once thought was the wide receiver one, uh, making that call there is pretty good, and still getting the results from it. But uh, yeah, I mean, is this the is this the end of A.J. Green? I think it is. I think he's just slow. I mean, I say that. He's way faster than me. I'm just saying NFL wide receiver-wise, he's. I just don't think he's got it. And Burrow's not <laughs> a good – Oh, heck no. Unless I'm, not, unless I'm in my truck and probably not even then. <laughs> Maybe I, I can take him on the four-wheeler. Um, but, man, I, I think Burrow can't throw those tight window passes yet. And Boyd can just get separation better than Green. That's what I think it is. And I also think it's the slot. It helps. It's help. I think Burrow likes to target the slot, which is where Boyd plays. 
I think so too. A lot of times, uh, lately in a lot of the way defensive plays are um, and how you can shake the defense up, the slot is open more frequently um, to, you know, than those, those deeper, deeper passes. And maybe that's, I mean, Burrow's real efficient with that right now. And, you know, that's, that's working. So, yeah. I just want everyone to know I agonized over this decision and I, I watched Eagles film and I don't like watching the Eagles. It's like rubbing bleach in your eye, but I, I I watched them and it almost got it done for you. Yeah. What happened if y'all would quit making sure that I lose every week with trades? I'm on track to have, (laughs) have no players. I drafted conspiracy, man. Illuminati. It's happening. All right. Well, let's get to our matchups this week. Let's get some, uh, some of this dramatic music music going here again. All right. Matchups. Hang on. There we go. Matchups this week. I'm going to talk about Luke versus Diggins. Let's pull this up here. Unprepared. Where did it go? Luke versus Diggins. And so... Diggins right now projected to win 60% to 40%, but I'm pretty sure that Luke can still come away with this. Um, I like uh, matchups may not say so, but um, I think that Luke's team has more upside this week. Uh, specifically, with Hunter Parker, uh, Russell Wilson obviously going off right now. Uh, and uh, I even feel like he'll take a back bounce back this week. So I'm going with Luke. Uh, I got uh, the old team shit asses fan favorite name against Taylor Made. Real quick, shit asses got it. Uh, Forrest's team's banged up. His running backs are still suspect to say the least. Matt Ryan's got a what you would think would be a little tougher matchup at Green Bay, and uh, shit asses team is just too solid. I think it's going to be pretty easy victory and. I'm gonna go ahead and call one forty-eight to ninety-four. Ooh. That's disrespectful. Hey, call it how I see it. I'll go to mine next. Uh, I'm gonna do McKenzie and Scary Harry here. The Pillow Fighters versus Scary Harry. Uh, I'm just not looking at this, so I'm gonna break it down as I go. Quarterbacks. I think that's gonna be a wash. Lamar's due for a big game. I think Mahomes will put up a big game. Oh, I also think you're about even on RBs. I think Hayden's got it over Kareem Hunt there with Chubb. Gallup and Woods, I'm going to go Woods. Jefferson Slayton. I'll probably go Slayton there. I don't think they're going to be able to run on the Rams. Uh, tight end definitely going Kelsey Montgomery. Renfro will go Montgomery. Oh, boy. Ah. Uh, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go McKenzie here, mostly because I think Kelsey's going to outplay the tight end position pretty bad, and I think it's about even everywhere else. Uh be interested to see what you do, McKenzie, if you don't start Kareem Hunt. Um, and Jared Judy would definitely – Judge Judy here would have done you some good if you just started him. But uh, I'm going to go McKenzie, although I think that 72% chance to win is bullcrap. That's way too high. 
Alright, so final final one here to close it out for the group consensus. We've got Fulton versus Jay Clark. What are you guys thinking? Oh, uh, I'm going to roll with Colton. Well, he's he's hot. His team's hot. He's 3-0. I think he's going to go to 4-0. I like his running backs better. He's not 3-0. He lost to Jay Bell week one. Okay, well. He would have beaten anybody else. Oh, fuck me then. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm still going with Colton regardless. I like his running backs. I think his receivers are still solid. Uh, I'm not going to harp on it too much, but I, I like Colton this. I'm going to go with the sleeper projections. I also like Colton, but I do think Mixon's going to have his coming out game this week, which I say that as someone who declined to trade for Mixon today. But I think Mixon's going to put it up. Yeah, I agree, and I would also I'd also take Colton this week. So his team is uh, – this is Colton's year. Maybe not his year to win the Burgundy, but it's his year to not be in the, the diggy bowl down there, or that bracket, diggy bracket. So, yeah working out well and i think he takes this week all right so that's going to do it for matchups this week um let's see we've still got scary harry himself gave us uh gave us the little preview um we're we're headed to the septic tank for this last one much like this thursday <laughs> night football game two oh and three oh and three teams uh logan versus antoine so, let's take a let's take a gander here, Logan. What's what's your thoughts coming into this? Oh, I think I had him dead to rights if Connor had played. Uh, that's a blow to my team, Connor not playing because he's been replaced by Michael Thomas, who might not even play. And uh, the other blow is if Melvin Gordon wins this game with three and a half points, I don't know. Hines is probably only get two points, so it'll still be a win there. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're, we're heading right into the fantasy football talk, but the really important thing here to talk about here is I see you have a new mascot. So, Oh, uh, yeah, I bought some cookies. I, I spent $4. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know anybody to invite. Yeah, I did not want the Seahawks dragon anymore, and I'm hoping this new mascot pushes me to, to new heights. So I'm now an it's investor sleeper. Yeah. Is that a a legendary quality mascot? There? Oh no, it's it's just rare. It's just rare. I wanted to buy the Steeler one, but it was Steel Man, and it's a crappy Iron Man knockoff. And I was like, it looks like it looks like shit. So. I have the Kansas City Chiefs one, and it's like a a donkey that farts on people. Um, <laughs> so that one that one's all right. But anyway, Antoine's yeah. still stuck with the owl. So suck it. Um, yeah. Well, I guess uh, before I get into it, I'm going to ask Logan. Logan, D, are you going to win or not? If you had to say right now, are you going to play your first dub or is the streak going to continue? I think I'm winning. Okay. I, like I think Rodgers is dropping major points against the horrible Atlanta Falcons defense on Monday night. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of break it down like Logan did a minute ago. Rodgers, Cam Newton. Um, Cam obviously did better than he did last weekend just because I don't think – I think it's uh, getting me more of a shootout game. But like Logan just said, Rodgers going to put up a lot of points, maybe north of 30. Melvin Gordon's not doing me any favors right now, but don't like Hines too much. Robinson playing the Bengals. He could have another uh, big game. So go back, back-to-back weeks with a bunch. Uh, <laughs> Antoine's new – 
new running back, McKinnon. I don't know where he got him from, but I think uh, I think Robinson outperforms him. And then just looking through the wide receivers, I'm not going to go through everything, but I think this one's going to be really, really close. It wouldn't surprise me that uh, if Monday night Logan needs like 10 points or 12 points from Aaron Rodgers to win, but I think Logan's going to Logan's going to edge out the septic tank bowl. The other thing I will say is him yeah. getting Kittle back is big this week because I was hoping he wasn't going to get Kittle back. That is big, and, and something I'm, I'm not liking is uh, the two tight end set. I know that um, I know that Antoine doesn't have uh, – I know he doesn't have a whole lot of options. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, that's, that's a bad call on doing that. It's just uh, – you know, Earth has been okay, but going up against San Francisco, um, I don't know, man. That's a that's a tough call, but maybe maybe that'll work out. Uh, but for for you, Logan, what I do like and think that there's a bit of hope for is Adam Thielen. I know that he's been uh, I know that he's been kind of down uh, at least one week this year, um, but. They're, they're slinging the ball around, and Justin Jefferson was the recipient of that last week. Um, so <clears throat> I think that that's going to kind of turn into a situation where they're just going to keep playing like that, and who's going to get it? Um, and I think that Thielen will be that for you this week. Also, Michael Thomas coming back. How do you feel about that? I, I don't trust him. I, he may not be in that lineup Sunday. Uh he wants to play, but I'm not sure he's ready to play. And that's one of the worst scenarios in fantasy is a guy to come out, try to play, play three snaps, and then go back to the locker room and not come back out. I think Drew Brees is the bigger problem other than my – Oh, I mean, I, my, my draft is crap because I drafted what I was hoping was last year was Michael Thomas with last year's Drew Brees. And Drew Brees looks like he should barely even be in the NFL. I think he's only in the NFL because he's smart enough to know what to do because I, I think there's – hundreds of guys that can throw the ball the way he's throwing it right now. He's not throwing it further than 10 yards. And not accurate when he throws it 10 yards. But, um, yeah, so uh, Antoine, Antoine has a chance, obviously weak in the running back position other than the one tight end spot. That's, you know, um, that's where it's rough. And that's where, I mean <laughs> – I just Honestly, got some, Logan, it's pretty rough for you to do over there. Melvin Gordon touchdown right now. Okay, well, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> so there you go. That that kind of disproves exactly what I'm saying. I was thinking he was going to get like five points. Um, so we'll see, man. All right, Hayden, who's your pick here? Uh. I think I, I think I said didn't I? I think uh, I think it'll be close. I think if if uh, if Antoine's guys yeah if Antoine's guys show up and play, he could be he could be leading if everyone has a good game. But it could come down to Monday night, and I think minimum Logan might need to score five points with Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it might be a little bit close, but I just don't think it's going to be uh, an Antoine victory this week. Unfortunately for for him, fortunate for Logan. You know, would have been a real shame if someone hadn't traded him McKinnon. A real <laughs> shame if he had to start Zach Moss. Yeah, McKinnon might score in 40 this week. Yeah. We won't be able to speak in terms for a little bit, Hayden, if he does that. 
No, I'm kidding. But I got a really that good receiver, Michael Gallup. I have a petty revenge plan for you, sir. If certain things happen later this season, I done got it figured out. No, nah, but Logan wins. Yeah, that's that's my call too. Um, hopefully, it'll be close. You guys will be sweating all weekend. That's always a good time. But uh, I I do think that Logan's coming away with it. Antoine's starting two tight ends and a Jets receiver, so. Times were tough back in 85. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to that's gonna wrap up our matchup there. Pretty sure our consensus is uh, that's happening. Logan seems pretty confident that uh, that's what's going down. But um, All right. So week three, moving into week four. Final thoughts on this week. It's been fun. It's been not fun in some aspects. Just my biggest. I just. I just hope that uh, we don't lose any more football games due to COVID because that could really just take the air out of the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that situation. I think that. I think the season is going full and strong, no matter what. Um, but I, it's just. It just. It it's going to suck for fantasy if it really, really continues. But we're, I think football is good to go. The most important thing that happened this week is we have settled the diggy bowl uh, format. So we're going to use the default hey, yeah. sleeper That's one. And it is going to work like the real playoffs, but in reverse. The only difference is the diggy bowl teams will not play week 16 fantasy. There's only two rounds of the diggy bowl. And if you win, you're automatically out. All you, all, the, only, the person who will win the diggy will be whoever goes 0-2 in the playoffs. That's how it works. So, Which will only be one and one yeah. person only. Yeah. So, I like it. I think it's fair. The only question is if we're going to do seeding by if divisions are going to matter or not. We shall see. But, um, yeah, I'm cool with it either way. Um, it's kind of what – you know, even when we had ESPN, we wanted to kind of like try to create like a little tournament for that so that there could be like a final game to like two people duking it out, you know. Um, that's kind of always what was like envisioned, I guess. So, uh, yeah, this kind of does it for you. So it, it works because I get sleeper, rid of that. Right? Yeah, it works because I got rid of that last week. It never worked when you try to have the four teams play in three weeks. It just didn't work, but – it works because they get rid of a week of fancy. Yeah. Which the last the last two weeks are weird anyway because cool. that one week's usually around Christmas. Then we don't play week seventeen because it's so janky because people sit players and all sorts of junk. Mm-hmm. But I like I like sleepers still. I'll keep I'll keep yeah. saying it. Join us. <sighs> and our our mid year our mid season diggy or not diggy burgundy meeting at Hayden's wedding. Saturday. Yeah, pretty pumped about it. But I'm gonna get drunk and start forcing trades. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, like, yeah, y'all, yeah, the North Division's gonna be real strong. You come to me on the day of my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my wedding for what?
for Patrick oh. Mahomes. <laughs> Look how they mask him, my boy. Oh, it's been fun, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure. All right, well, let's, let's get out of here. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Logan, and for Aiden. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Stay classy.